0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Episode five of Meowmix, a Carolina Panthers podcast. A bit of housekeeping up front. We want to thank Big Heads Media for asking us to join their podcast network. So congratulations, Jerry. Congratulations, Steven. Thank you. Uh, on today's podcast, we will recap the Panthers Pats game. We'll go around the league for some news. Uh, we're gonna break down the regular season. Uh, we're gonna do it a little differently than you might have heard on other shows. And we'll preview the Panthers-Steelers game coming up Thursday night. Uh, So let's jump right into Carolina, New England. Uh, Right off the bat, no need to bury the lead. Cam did get hurt. Looks like he's going to be okay. Um, Walking boot is off, no crutches. But it was a little scary for a few minutes.
1: Yeah, it really was, especially at the beginning there. you kind of worried because he kind of just went down. Didn't seem like anything hurt, but...
0: Those non-contact injuries are always the scariest. Yeah,
1: MCLs and ACLs. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, um, but luckily he is okay. However, the injury does shine a light on two main concerns, I think, if you're a Panthers fan. One is obvious, the backup quarterback situation. The other is the offensive line. Um, Neither of those positions has looked good in the preseason so far.
1: No, Cam was sacked three times in only 11 snaps. Granted, I when i watched the game i saw two of those sacks were cam's fault showing his rust dancing around in the pocket instead of just getting rid of it and one other one uh chris van just blew his assignment and
0: yeah and you know tight ends are going to blow their assignments sometimes they're not offensive linemen but he really blew that assignment i mean it was bad it
1: was like matt khalil out there by himself
0: (laughs) yeah well we don't want another one of matt no um You know, Cam being rusty is expected. That didn't really bother me that much. He looked like Cam. I mean, a couple of throws that I thought could have had a little bit more sauce on them. You know, maybe Cam of five years ago would have put a little more on those throws. But they got where they needed to go. It didn't look like he was shaking his arm or anything like he did last year. Um, So I'm cautiously optimistic about Cam. You know, that's, don't steal Marty Herney's sorry. term. Marty Herney says he's he's cautiously optimistic <laughs> Cam. Cam will start the uh, regular season. I think that's uh, playing a little bit of uh, you know fool's gold. Fool's gold with um, the Rams with the Rams. So I, based on everything we've heard since then, there I don't see any way that he doesn't start the regular season.
1: I think he probably said that just to be as cautious. That way, if they had to sit him, they could. I, I mean it is the rams and they have aaron donald in that f- defensive front that they're scary
0: they're scary still we obviously have a much better chance of winning that game with cam on the field and if he's healthy no reason not to put him out there now, are you ready to go ahead and dive into the game and this what i guess we can call a game
1: instead of a slaughter
0: well so I, there were some positives and let's start with those you know the defense looked okay uh, yeah. They did, They, you know. I mean, they
1: held them to 10 points.
0: Held them to 10 points. Um, it reminded me of the Panthers' defenses from years ago where it's kind of the bend, don't break philosophy. Um, they, they kind of let them go up and down the field a little bit, but once it kind of got to scoring areas, they, they held them. They and timed out
1: coverages. Right. And, there yeah. was a
0: missed field goal that helped us out there, but even with that missed field goal, it only would have been 13 points, so... Uh, I was encouraged by the defense. I was encouraged by the secondary. Uh, Bradbury made yep. a very nice play on a rookie receiver that they think a lot of. And Jackson had a really nice open field tackle. Yeah. So I was very encouraged by our, our secondary.
1: Overall, I I thought the defense played well. I mean, if you give up 10, 13 points, you're, they're giving the offense a chance to win it. The offense just laid an egg.
0: Right, the offense was bad. Um, I, I still think that... You know, the 3-4 defense, it's, it's going to take a little bit of time for everyone to kind of buy into that fully, but uh, I think the early re- returns on that are pretty good.
1: They are. They need to work on that short goal line type of defense. I felt like every time we were down to like a second and one, third and one, they would just load the bottom, load the line and just power through us. Sometimes it felt like they still got 10-12 yards.
0: Yeah, and, and we'll talk about this maybe even more when we get to the offense, but I uh, I think, you know, when you look at a full game with this 3-4, you know, it's it's kind of designed to wear down the offensive line a little bit. Um, I think when we get into the second half of games with this starting defense, it's, it's not going to look quite as bad. It's not doom and gloom. That's all I have to say. I mean, the defense definitely is not doom and gloom. Even the offense. And let's go ahead and talk about it. Uh, the offense looked bad. Cam... Move the ball a little bit, you know, in his couple of series before he went down. Had a good completion percentage, but he the was... offensive line again just didn't give him a lot of options.
1: No, again, sacked three times in 11 snaps. Uh, he was four for or four out of six for 30 yards. I mean, not bad, not great. Taking those sack, those two sacks where he danced around was dumb. He needs to shake off that rust. Chuck it to a cheerleader when it gets like that.
0: I think you saw really what you kind of wanted to see from Cam before he got hurt, obviously, uh, was he was out there. He seemed to be throwing the ball pain-free. He was moving around fine. Um, I mean, I was encouraged by what I saw from yeah. Cam. I mean, the first
1: string, like McCaffrey and him, they look good. Uh, the O-line, yeah,
0: under construction. Yeah, McCaffrey had three carries for 16 yards, had a catch for 10 yards, I believe. Um, yeah. Another target, but... He looks fine. I mean, McCaffrey's going to be McCaffrey. really good. Jordan Scarlett got the vast majority of backup running back touches.
1: Yeah, he didn't look as good, though, as he did last week. But uh, it's still solid. It showed yeah. some
0: explosiveness. 2.4 yards of carry is not great. But, again, he Cap didn't even get a carry. Yeah, you kind of wonder about that. I yeah. mean, he's been getting all the second-string reps, and then
1: this week he just didn't see the field.
0: This is sub- supposedly the third re- preseason game is the dress rehearsal as they say. At least in years past, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to not have cap out there, that makes me wonder. I mean, do they are they so confident in him that he's just guaranteed that spot and they don't need to see it anymore or are they giving these other guys a, an opportunity to unseat him?
1: Yeah. I I think the latter. I, I do too. Uh, If you're not going to play a running back, you don't play Christian McCaffrey. He's way more important to this offense than Cap ever has or will be.
0: Right. I agree. Um, Receiver-wise, I didn't see. There just wasn't a lot of opportunities. I mean, two receptions from Bonifun was the high reception mark for the game. Samuel got a couple of receptions. DJ Moore got a reception. But they just didn't get a lot of opportunities to catch the ball. Let's look at the special teams, uh, just real quick. Pilardi punted the ball eight times. He I, had a 62-yard punt, and three of those did land in the 20-yard line. Thought he was fine. I mean, he's... Yeah, in he's, our time, he has to ice his leg. Poor punter. Well, you know, he punted the ball twice as many times as New England did, and they only put up 10 points. So Joey Sly looked fine again, converted his only opportunity of the game.
1: Steven's man crush.
0: Hey, I love I love Joey Sly. Uh again, he accounted for 100% of the offense in terms of points <laughs> for the game. The offense by the way put up a total of 99 total yards.
1: Yeah, only 29 yards in the first half. That is insane.
0: Yeah, Patriots dominated the time of possession, 37 minutes to 23 minutes just total I mean, really the Pathetic. score the score was 10 to 3, but it wasn't that close. No. It wasn't that close at all. Stidham we kind of talked about him a little bit in our preview uh, for the Patriots. 15 for 19, 134 yards. He looked very good out there, very efficient.
1: Yeah, he dipped and dunked all the way down the field on us. Yeah, yeah. and They never got in the end zone, but...
0: He and Brady were the only two quarterbacks to play for New England. Uh, he has locked up that backup role and could be their quarterback of the future.
1: Yeah, it looks like uh, Belichick found another good quality quarterback.
0: Shocking. Yeah, that never happens. (laughs) Um, That's about all I had for the game. Um, I do think that we should touch on the fact that it is just preseason. Our starters are not playing the full game. Uh, Carolina teams have in the past shown a lot of resurgence in the second half after they kind of go back in, can game plan, see what the other team is doing. It's not doom and gloom for me exactly, Um, there are things to work on. Specifically with Cam going down, you can almost look at it like a positive because it's not a bad injury and it shines a light on those areas that we definitely need to work on.
1: I know it's a vanilla offense, vanilla defense that we're playing, even with a little bit of game planning in the third preseason game, but I went from very optimistic about the season to cautiously optimistic.
0: All right we are just, just continue to use that phrase, <laughs> cautiously optimistic. Um, let's do heroes and zeros, and you, why don't you start? Uh, my hero? Spider Burns. That's what I'm calling
1: him. Another two sacks in this preseason game, first-round pick looks solid as ever. And my zero? defense or offensive line. Just, they look like crap.
0: Yep, they look like crap. Uh... You'll never guess who my hero is. <gasps> is it Joey Sly? It is Joey Sly. He just continues to produce. I have such a big smile on my face right now. I love the guy. Uh, he's not I don't think he's gonna make the team. I don't either. And and I'm very upset about that. Yeah. But they just continued to beat the Gano drum, even though the guy might not even play this week, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but I just think it's a mistake. I didn't let too. him go. Just a mistake. Um,
1: He's looked solid in the preseason. I don't know why you wouldn't go with the younger, cheaper option, especially since Gano struggled last year.
0: Yeah, he did. Uh, You know, he did have that that one game that, you know, puts him in kind of Panthers legend status, Uh, the one kick, but uh, I don't know. Uh, Joey Sly for life. Mm. My zero, I think I'm going to echo you on the offensive line. Got Cam hurt, put him in danger of missing the entire season. That is our season cam yeah um so i i don't i can't think of another zero that is more zero-ish than the offensive line so i agree with you there um that's all i have for the game all right let's go ahead and
1: move on to the nfl news and we're gonna go ahead and start talking about the main thing that everyone is talking about andrew luck retired
0: very surprising at first certainly um you know, he's 29 years old, one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Um, but the more you kind of read about what he was dealing with, seems like there was some mental anguish that he was going through as well. Uh, I mean, God, he was booed off the field. Yeah, you that know, was... Off the don't sideline.
1: Don't a guy retiring.
0: Right. Uh, and, I mean, he gave a lot of, to that city to the organization um he's really gone through a lot in terms of injury rehab the last couple of years and i mean the more the more you think about it maybe it makes sense
1: yeah uh he just got married his wife is pregnant so he probably wants to continue to have a good life like being able to get up and play with his kids
0: i think he's one of these guys where you've got you've got football players and you've got guys that play football
1: I see. I don't. Dis- I disagree with that. I think Andrew Luck was a football player. His dad was a coach. His dad is like president of the XFL. Like, and has been a director for schools and everything. He's been.
0: Uh, he's been around the game, and maybe it was just one of those things where, well, uh, what else am I going to do? You know, he's he's grew up in the culture. He obviously had talent. He he may have just felt like that's what he had to do. And the fact that he did retire at age 29, whereas Tom Brady is still out there at age 42, and Tom Brady, is, he's had some injuries in his career as well. Tom Brady lives football. I don't think Andrew Luck lives football.
1: I really don't know. You really never know unless you're one of the guys, and we're obviously not. Uh, I wish him well. I mean, hope oh, his definitely. health is good and he can have a he really wanted to live life a different way from the way he has been.
0: I agree. he obviously football was not healthy for him in many different ways. Andrew Luck and Cam Newton at least in my mind and I think in a lot of Panthers minds are kind of linked right because you know the Panthers quote unquote won the suck for luck sweepstakes and then Luck decided to go back to school.
1: Yeah, supposedly people said that he didn't want to play for Carolina. He claimed that he wanted to win a national championship. So He's
0: he, and he has specifically said that that's not the case that he specifically did not want to play for Carolina, but in our minds that's the reason we have Cam Newton, really, because yep. had Luck come out, we would Luck would be our quarterback. Who knows how his career would have gone? Yeah. Maybe he would have retired sooner our offensive line isn't you know other than 2015 really has never ranked among the, the best top. in the league yeah. so but I, I do wish him well there
1: cam and him were forever linked and well looks like cam ended up having a better career because
0: well i mean luck's career is over and definitely. cam's bettered him in almost every stat category luck did not win a super bowl you know, Cam's been to a Super Bowl. Luck hasn't been to a Super Bowl. He's barely made the playoffs. I guess he made a playoffs a few times. Cam but won an MVP. Luck has won an MVP. Luck hasn't, yeah. Um, I think
1: Cam's been to the playoffs more.
0: Certainly Cam has the rushing stats that Luck just doesn't have. I think overall, body of work, Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: you know, I've heard, I've asked, some or some people have asked today whether Luck is a Hall of Fame quarterback. I don't see how you can make the argument.
1: No, not a close.
0: Twenty-three thousand passing yards. You know, he had a lot of touchdown passes, but in the grand scheme of things, there's not a lot of touchdown yeah. cra- passes. For I mean, if
1: he would have played on and forty years old, won a Super Bowl, yeah. Right. But right now, no. He he retired. It's he's not gonna. He's not close. Well, not in my head.
0: Good luck, Andrew Luck, in your future endeavors. I don't know if you'll be a announcer or commentator. Hell, maybe he'll even come back and play football at some point. Yeah.
1: he. I think he's an architecture uh, graduate, too, so he may start an architecture firm.
0: That's another thing is he's, he is a smart guy. I just don't – he just didn't live, eat, breathe football, I think, like a lot of these guys do. And he's got other options. I mean, he's a super smart guy. He's a Stanford graduate and not in a communications degree or some kind of no. – you know, football degree, as they call him. This guy is a smart, he's a smart man, and he's going to do just fine.
1: And he's made hundred, well, a little over a hundred million dollars in his career, so.
0: By the way, he gets to keep all that bonus money. Woo! The Colts are not going to go after him for that money, as we've seen from the Lions going after Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson, uh, you know, when they retired early, so good on the Colts, I guess, maybe it's a wishful thinking on their part that, hey, we're going to be as nice as we can to this guy, and maybe if he decides that retirement's not for him, he'll come back.
1: Well, not only that, if you look at the Detroit options, Barry Sanders hates the Detroit Lions organization. Calvin Johnson hasn't ever been back to the Detroit Lions games or anything because yeah. of the same issue. Why would... He...
0: Well, it was $16 million. Yeah. it's a lot of money. I don't care if you're a billionaire or whatever Jim Say is, but... That's a lot of money.
1: They'll probably move, him, try to move him into some PR. He also did a lot of good things in Indianapolis, very outreach to the community and stuff.
0: Yeah, I wonder if he'll stick around Indianapolis or if he'll maybe move back to California. i have no idea, but good luck, Andrew. Luck. All right, moving on. Jalen Smith signed a five-year
1: extensions worth sixty-four million dollars, with thirty-five and a half million dollars guaranteed to stay with the Dallas Cowboys.
0: When I heard that the Cowboys were going to sign one of their big stars to a long extension, Jalen Smith was not even in the top three. Well, yeah, the top, the big three,
1: you assume quarterback, wide receiver, running back. But Jalen Smith's a dang good player.
0: He is. He's a great player, and it's a good signing for them.
1: Oh, yeah, I think they got him on the cheap. Matter of fact, I think I heard that he said that he owed them for taking a chance on him for taking him in the second round after he destroyed his leg in that.
0: Right, that oh, yeah. was a little bit of a surprise pick, but you wonder does this prevent them from signing one of those other big 3 to a long-term deal? Can you pay I mean, you're going to have to pay Cooper 18 to 20 million a year. <sighs> you're going to have to pay I mean, Zeke wants 18 million a year and then Dak is he going to get quarterback money?
1: Yeah, I mean, they already offered him quarterback money, and he turned it down. He wants... He wants to
0: set the market. Yeah, and... He doesn't deserve to set the market. And it's
1: something us Panther fans will need to keep an eye on, because if Cam has another great season...
0: He'll deserve to set the market, and I have no doubt that Tepper would pay him. No doubt.
1: Well, (laughs) moving on to Washington... Case Keenum has won the starting job over first-round pick Dwayne Haskins. Not all that surprising, I think. Nah. Gruden just wanted to go with the veteran, but nah. you kind of wonder how long.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to depend on how their season goes. Case Keenum has them at four and four, then he probably sticks with him. If they're you know one and seven or two and eight or two and six, then probably you go with the rookie. But Dwayne Haskins definitely has not looked. Ready for prime time in his preseason action so far.
1: I agree and, but and Jake Rudin is playing for his job. I don't see if they don't make the playoff he him having another job.
0: Probably not unless you know you put Dwayne Haskins in there, you're two and six. he catches fire and you finish the season six and ten you know on a bit of a run. His quarterback that he wanted is playing well. I could see that maybe saving his job, so I think, uh, to your point, there's going to be a short leash.
1: Yeah. Well, things did not go well for the Raiders and Packers in their preseason game in Winnipeg, Canada. They played on an 80-yard field because there was a hole in the end zone. A hole in the end zone.
0: Now, that hole was not put there on purpose. No. That's what you're telling me. No. Hmm. So it wasn't like an extra... You throw the ball in the hole, you get like a point. No, this no.
1: isn't like Rock and Jock back in the day <laughs> where you got extra points for like standing in the hole and catching the touchdown pass.
0: You know, it is free. It's preseason, but come on, guys. You know, you got to put these players on a field that isn't going to hurt them. Yeah. They benched, but both teams benched their starters because of this. I don't blame them. I don't blame them either, but that. They're trying to make decisions to see who is going to make a team, who's going to be a starter. That easily could have de- affected some of their decision-making, and I'd be pissed yeah. if I was them. I'd be really pissed.
1: I mean, what if Devontae Adams did play, and he was out there, and he was running across the end zone, stepped in the hole, broke his ankle, twisted his ankle, and was out for four weeks?
0: So the reason that they had to play on this field was because the Oakland Athletics... It's a home game for the Raiders. The Oakland Athletics, the baseball field that the Raiders play on, by the <laughs> way, uh, they had a home game, so they had to find alternate an alternate venue. And this is who, I guess, offered them the most money. But the field just wasn't ready to go. And know. this
1: is the second time that that's, this happened. It, we, they were supposed to play in Mexico last year, mm-hmm. and they couldn't play because of the bad field. Why is the NFL approving these, or at least not getting a guy out there, making sure the field is playable beforehand a month or two?
0: Well, I guess a month or two, a lot could happen. But maybe the NFL should be more involved in the process in the month or two leading up to the game. Have them have field crews from one of your from the Oakland Stadium, right? Let the field crew go out there and make sure that this thing is looking good. And, and if a month away. The field crew will know. I mean, that's what they do. That's their job. They're going to know if that field's going to be ready or not. And if it's not, then you play at a college field. Play somewhere where you know that field is going to be ready to go. Billion-dollar company, and they
1: can't get a field right.
0: And and what I say, you know, play at a college stadium, obviously there's a lot that goes into that. There's a lot of money. There's a lot of logistics around that. So maybe playing in the 80-yard field was just a lesser of all evils, but... That's tough. That is really bad, in and, and, and it's kind of pathetic. All right. You want to go ahead and go do our schedule breakdowns? Yeah. So I, I've never really heard anyone do the schedule breakdown this way, but I have heard coaches say, and maybe this was from John Fox where I first heard this, but you want to win the quarters, right? You want to win the quarters of the season. The season has 16 games. There's four quarters. You want to go three and one in each quarter two and two at worst. So I feel like a fun way to do this a different way to do this would be to look at the quarters of the season, talk about what we think the record is going to be in those quarters, you know, see where we differ, and then just look at the season as a whole in terms of record where we think we're going to be. Um, So do you want to kick off the first quarter of the season? Alright,
1: we start off with the Rams here at home, Tampa Bay at home, then we go to Arizona and Houston. I have them going 2-2 two and two in this little stretch here. I have us losing to the Rams and Houston, and us pulling off victories in Tampa Bay against Tampa Bay and Arizona.
0: I've got us going 2-2 two and two as well here. Um, I think we could conceivably go 3-1, and one, but I think the Rams and Texans... Are a little bit of a trip up. I think that Texans game in particular, after playing in Phoenix, then having to go to Houston, I don't know if they come home. I don't know if they just stay out there. But that second half of that kind of long road trip is always tough. Uh, but I do think that they can get victories in the first half there against um, Arizona and then also beat the Buccaneers.
1: Yeah, and that Houston game, it had me up in the air that O-line is really suspect, and I think if Spider Burns and the rest of our D-line can get after him, I think that's a winnable game.
0: It's a winnable game. I think 3-1 and one ceiling, maybe 2-2 two and two is the floor here. I don't think we start the season any worse than 2-2. Two and two. Yep. Going to the next quarter of the season, we have the Jaguars at home. We play at the Buccaneers, although that game is it's technically at the Buccaneers, but it's in London, so sort of a neutral site game there. We have a bye week, week 7 um then we've got we're going to San Francisco and we've got Tennessee here. So, I have us going four and in that stretch of the season, I think those are four very winnable games. Uh, Jaguars here after our road trip kind of coming back home, starting off with a win, going to London, it's a coin flip game, weird things happen there, but I think we've got that one the 49ers, I think may struggle this year, um, I think we can win that game, and then Tennessee is always weird. You don't, never know what's going to happen with Tennessee, but I think we can win that game as well. And I've got us going four and zero, and being six and two at the halfway point.
1: I have them going three and one. I think that Tampa Bay game in London is just so strange. It's it's a new adventure for the Carolina Panthers, and every time I watch a brunch game like that—that's what I call them—it it never goes the way I expected. Very rarely it does. Sometimes it's great defense is getting 40 points scored on them. So I have them taking a loss on that, and I have them 5-3 and three at the halfway mark.
0: Okay. I think either of those outcomes would be okay with Panther fans. Uh, let's move to the next quarter.
1: Okay. We have at Green Bay, Atlanta here at New Orleans, and then Washington. Um, I have them 2-2. Two and two. I think we lose... At Green Bay and at New Orleans, and I think we pull off a win against Atlanta here and against Washington.
0: I've got us going 2-2 and as well, although I have us beating the Packers in Green Bay. I do have us losing those middle two games, uh, Falcons here and at New Orleans, and then winning against Washington. Um, Unfortunately, I think we'd probably lose those two division games, though, a little preview for the next quarter, I think we might win one of those back. I agree. we do. I do have us going two and two, sitting at eight and four at this point of the season. Um, we'll move into the last quarter of the season, where we start off in Atlanta, then we've got Seattle here at Indianapolis, and the New Orleans Saints at home to finish off the season. I have us three and one finishing off the season, ending up eleven and five overall. I think we lose the Falcons game and we win those final three games against the Seahawks, Colts, and Saints. Um, I think we avenge our sort of season-defining loss last year to the Saints in week 16, was it 15? Week 15, where we lost that very close 12-9 to game that we really needed to win. Yeah. We lost that game. I think we. I think we win against the Saints, and I think that that loss puts the Saints out of the playoffs. We win the division at eleven and five.
1: I. I hate to do this. I think we go two and two. I think we lose to Atlanta. We lose to Seattle. We win at Indianapolis, and then we win at New Orleans. Uh, we always lose at Atlanta. I don't understand it. For some reason. Even though I don't think Seattle's very good, I think they win us. They beat us here at home. Maybe because I was at the game last year and I was sitting pretty, and then all of a sudden we lost. Maybe that's still remnants in my head, but that's the way I see it. Unfortunately, we went nine and seven. I think we'll be in a playoff wild card hunt.
0: Yeah, the the Seahawks coming here. I think Russell Wilson and the and the Seahawks are slated to maybe have an off year this year i hope so they had a lot of departures in the off season um i i hope it's the case but yeah i think i I do think we can beat them here i think we'll be in a position at that point to determine our own fate you know if we win out and i think they will win out so yeah 11 and 5 you've got them going 9 and 7 maybe missing the playoffs maybe making it as the sixth seed
1: i mean i have a few games that are toss-ups the one in London against Tampa Bay, the Houston game, that Seattle game. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, those go our way 12 and 4. But
0: I've seen pre-season previews, you know, from ESPN and a couple of other websites that seem to believe the Panthers ceiling is around 10 and 6 and the floor is around 5 and 11. So, I'm hoping that obviously they're incorrect in their assessments. Most of them have the Panthers finishing third in the division as well. I, The NFC South always surprises. It always surprises. And I think this year the Panthers are going to be the ones making the surprise.
1: I, if Cam is healthy, that's very well possible. The only way I see us going 5-11 and 11 is if Cam's hurt and Kyle Allen's starting.
0: That's true. I could easily see that. Um, all right. Well, I, I think that's a good season preview there. Let's talk about... Steelers-Panthers coming up Thursday night. Final preseason game. woo We're no, close. We're almost there. Can you there. smell it? We're almost there. This is the final game of the preseason, and none of our starters are going to play.
1: No. Not we're enough. not
0: going to really learn anything from either team watching this game. Nope. There are a couple of position battles. We've talked about them kind of ad nauseum here. They're the battles that we started off the podcast discussing, and they still haven't been resolved. Backup quarterback backup running back I think they're still up in the air I will say it does seem like Kyle Allen has a pretty strong hold on the backup quarterback though I do expect Will Greer to play a lot in this game and if he throws a couple of touchdowns and looks really good he could upset the apple card a little bit here Taylor Heineke did not play at all in week three which is not a good sign for him no uh, I think he'll probably play most of the fourth quarter in this game. Rivera will give him a chance to showcase his talents a little bit for other teams, but he is not in the
1: he, he's a camp arm. They have already written him off at the beginning because he's looked the best out of the quarterbacks. I mean even though it was against fourth and fifth stringers. so they haven't let him climb at all. so I don't expect them to give him a roster spot. Um, I want us to kind of see our O-line. Even though it's the backups, the whole O-line looked like garbage last week and the week before. They need to show something. The backups and Greg Little, you know, do show us something. Make us at least believe you're out there for a reason. Uh, All the starting jobs are pretty much sealed. It's not a big question. Um, I'll be also interested to see if Cameron Artis Payne, how they play him.
0: Yeah, does, does he play? Yeah. Uh, that, that, and that's something else I want to see is backup running back. And I think that kind of goes into your offensive line wanting to see that as well because the offensive line hasn't given the running backs a lot of room the last few weeks. And I'm hoping that this this week we get to see a Jordan Scarlett or a Bonifun, even a Cameron Artis Payne. I want to see one of them do something that separates them from the pack. I,
1: our running back situation, I feel better about. Like, I currently feel okay with it. I don't have—I think Scarlett's my favorite, but I feel either way, if McCaffrey goes down, we're going to take a big step back. But they have not looked pathetic like the backup quarterback position is.
0: That's true. That's true. I feel better about our backup (laughs) running back than I do about our backup quarterbacks. Uh, Bonifun, by the way, was a quarterback in a a previous um, college, I believe, or maybe high school. But, uh, you know, he has an opportunity to throw some gadget plays out there or something like that. So he does have a nice skill set as well. And he's looked just as good as any of the backup running backs. I feel like, for some reason, he's just not getting really the opportunity. Holyfield didn't really play that much in the last game either. I think he might be out. It seems like it's down to Scarlett, Cameron Artis Payne, with Bonifun somewhere in there. Yeah, I agree. Now... What happens if Will Greer and Kyle
1: Allen poop the bed again?
0: Well, from everything Ron Rivera says, they are comfortable with the quarterbacks that they have currently. They are not looking at other quarterbacks now. That could be a negotiating tactic that could you know he might not want to put out there that they are desperate to find a backup quarterback. <laughs> We'll see who gets cut There's been some rumblings out there That Carolina could be interested in Teddy Bridgewater The the
1: Saints aren't trading Teddy Bridgewater to us
0: Well, the Saints Taysom Hill has looked quite good And based on some comments that their coaches made He could be their quarterback of the future there Which leaves Teddy Bridgewater kind of in no man's land
1: I would take Teddy Bridgewater in a heartbeat When he was a free agent, I wanted us to
0: bring him in I did too I think he would have made a very comparable backup to Cam Newton. That being said, he has not looked very good in any of his games no. with the Saints. So, I don't know if he's a huge upgrade over Will Allen or, uh, Kyle Allen or not.
1: Yeah, we have... Uh, there's also Sam Bradford. He's out there as a free agent. I mean, I know... Not interested. Not interested? No. Yeah. The only I, free
0: agent quarterback I, I'm interested in is Andrew Luck, and I don't think that's going to happen.
1: Then you have... I mean, we're looking at backups. We're not looking at someone to ride the franchise Are you telling
0: me that Andrew Luck would not be a good backup quarterback?
1: No, I am saying that he is not coming out of retirement to backup quarterback. But also, Seattle's Geno Smith is possibly going to get cut. Not interested. Again, we're looking at backup. So you're just willing to ride with Kyle Allen and Will Greer. Geno Smith
0: is trash. I'm not interested in Geno Smith.
1: Okay, well, you've I'm also said that I'm not interested
0: in Sam Bradford. He is a walking injury waiting to happen.
1: At least he can throw the ball down the field
0: for the one quarter he plays.
1: I mean, you're you're in dreamland right now. I mean, why not just go ahead and trade for Big Ben to be our backup too, or you know, I'm not in Pat, I, Pat Mahomes. Come on, let's go so ahead. You're saying and see.
0: that me thinking we could trade for. Teddy Bridgewater is the same as me thinking we could trade no, for Ben you Roethlisberger?
1: S- you said Teddy Bridgewater. I'm fine if that actually could possibly happen. Mm-hmm. I don't see it happening. I think they I don't keep think
0: on. we're going to get a, a starting quarterback to come in here and be our backup. I was no. joking about Andrew Luck, obviously. I But do you're, think
1: shoot- you're shooting down Sam Bradford, who has. Sam Bradford,
0: done- I don't think, is an upgrade. You don't? No, because he won't play. He might not even make it out of practice okay. alive.
1: I also had uh, Green Bay's Deshaun Kaiser. Not interested. So so, so it's Teddy Bridgewater or Kyle Allen or Will Garrett for you. No one else is out there.
0: I'm interested in Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think he is a great backup He's, quarterback. They're not letting him go. I think they will. They
1: are not letting him go.
0: I think we could give him a fifth round pick and they would they give him not to not le- le-
1: They are going to put Josh Rosen as a backup. And then when he starts, they want Fitzpatrick in that quarterback room. That's fine. They are not letting him go. That's
0: fine. You were asking me if I was interested in any others that could potentially be out there, and I think uh, he's potentially out there. Okay. He's Teddy Bridgewater. Put... I'm even even I'm on the fence with Teddy Bridgewater.
1: So is there anybody else out there? Because I was like looking at actual people who could get cut and or get traded. For. Do I
0: want do I want a quarterback that gets cut to be our backup quarterback? I don't know. I mean, Honestly, at least Kyle cut, Allen and Will Greer know the decent, offense. I would
1: cut these guys. Will Greer, I think Will Greer would get cut if he wasn't a third-round pick. He has looked like hot garbage.
0: Well, I also think that he was a third-round pick. Yeah, and he was a third-round pick for a reason. He was not ready to come in and lead a team, and he has looked like a rookie. And yeah, he has look looked. Look
1: at Ryan Finley. Up, ah, who, where is he playing at? See, uh, Cincinnati. He has looked good. He has looks competent. Okay, but. Will Greer has looked lost. He looks like a lost little puppy.
0: There was a lot of talk about Will Greer I, not being ready to come in. And and did they trap him because he lives right down the street? I don't know. Maybe.
1: This is a make or break season. If we don't have a backup
0: to... If Cam Newton goes down, I don't care who our backup is. They're not going to win enough games to save Ron Rivera's job or Marty Herney's job or even allow Cam Newton to get that big extension. It's just not going to happen. Where all of our hopes are riding on Cam, and I think that's probably what Rivera is saying.
1: So we're just gonna roll the dice on another shitty backup quarterback like we did last year. Okay. So and what's then, your so then so we're gonna roll you... Cam out there with an arm dangling off because they didn't want to no. roll out a backup quarterback.
0: No. You lose Cam, Teddy Bridgewater's not getting us to the playoffs. See, Deshaun I, Kaiser's not getting. I, us I think anywhere. this roster
1: is actually pretty solid if we had a serviceable.
0: And quarterback, what's and what's the
1: future? Then what's the future? Can't,
0: let's say Teddy Bridgewater comes in, we go nine and seven. We either sneak into the playoffs or we don't. We're picking eighteenth, twentieth, We're I mean, getting I, nobody. I, or Cam goes down, Kyle Allen or Will Greer play the rest of the season. We go three and thirteen. We have one or two pick, and we draft our quarterback of the future, that kid from Georgia. Yeah, you
1: know what's I a like better Jake what's
0: a, what's a better scenario to you? Another mediocre season, or we actually get the guy who's going to lead us the next five years, ten years.
1: You're also predicting that Cam goes
0: down early. So I'm not predicting. I'm not predicting that at all. I don't think that'll happen. But I'm just saying if it does happen, we're like
1: eight wins, and we were six and two last year before Cam's arm almost fell off, Mm -hmm. and then we then we sucked. And look, we picked. Where did we pick? I can't think. My brain's... We picked 16th. 16th. So, say the same thing happens. We'd be picking at 16th. So, what's the difference? If at least we had a quality guy, we would have a chance at a wild card spot.
0: I don't think Deshaun Kaiser is a quality guy. I don't know that Teddy Bridgewater is a quality guy. I know he was before he got hurt, but he hasn't really shown anything since he came back. He got destroyed by the Panthers last year and in the preseason he hasn't looked good. Okay. Well, Sam Bradford Sam Bradford is way more of an injury risk than Cam Newton. Way more. I mean, Sam Bradford could walk across the street a strong wind blows and he tears an ACL. <laughs> that guy is a walking medical incident waiting to happen.
1: Yes, but he's a backup. That's what I'm saying. He's a, at least a guy who could throw. But he's but, okay. but if Cam needs to sit for a game or two, to rest his arm, maybe Bradford can play the whole game. Like, I understand he's injury prone. But I think he could maybe give us a couple wins. And he's out there.
0: I don't know. I've seen Kyle Allen look better more recently than I've seen Sam Bradford look okay. good. That's all I'm saying. I, I just don't... I'm kind of withdrawn on this. Like, at this point, just roll with the guys you've got. Again, Kyle Allen... He hasn't played with the starters a lot. He he hasn't played... Will Greer, I don't think, is ready. But Kyle Allen hasn't played with the starters a lot, and you go through a four-quarter game, maybe he's maybe he doesn't look bad.
1: Okay, well, I think we should bring someone in you don't. So, unless it's Teddy Bridgewater. Or no, or, I don't want or, Teddy
0: Bridgewater. I want Andrew Luck.
1: Well, he's not coming out.
0: <laughs> I want Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's what I want. <laughs>
1: Well, that's all we have for you today. Thank you for listening to the Meow Mix Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Meow Mix Podcast or email any questions or comments to meowmixmailbag at gmail.com. If you like us listening to us, please tell your Panther friends. We're trying to gather listeners, and that's all.
0: Or your human friends. Either way. Um, <laughs> Joey Sly for President. Keep pounding. <laughs>